Yo, welcome to the Great Energy Podcast. I'm your host, Mario, random man of the hour. Sorry about that noise you may hear, you know, just me rolling up about to smoke, you know what I mean? About to smoke and chop it up with y'all this early morning. You know, bring you to my world, Great Energy Podcast is me just displaying my love towards the world, showing great vibe, positive energy towards the world. On this podcast, man, you may hear me, may hear conversations I have with people, that friends and stuff that I uh, have. We talk about regular stuff that you hear every day. You know what I mean? Nothing, nothing, um, nothing far fetched. Nothing too out the, nothing too much out the norm. We'll, we'll really be talking about current event things, sports, you know, I mean, just regular stuff. But you'll hear normal, regular guys or women, and you'll hear people that may sound like you, think like you, you know what I mean? Just something, um, I don't know, just something I feel like I can put out in the world, you know what I mean? And just kind of, I don't know, the ultimate goal, really, what I have in mind is, man, I want to change the world. You know what I mean? This is my way I feel like I can change the world just by spreading love. I can't put no money in everybody's pocket, but you know what I mean? I make and spread the world. I make and, um, I make and, I make and make a difference, you know what I mean? This is my way of doing that, or trying to do that anyway. I think that's the one thing, <laughs> I think that's the one thing us as humans, like just the human race, we should try to do is just try to change the world, but try to do it without trying to hurt other people. I think we got to, because the world don't put us in so many boxes, so many different groups, that people forget the one thing, like, all right, nigga, at the end of the day, we humans. We got humans, you got animals, you got trees, all the other stuff, man. We just all creations of God. And give a damn, at the end of the day, it don't matter about no race, color, Democrat, Crip, blood, woman, man, like, none of that shit gonna fucking matter when it comes down to it, you know what I mean, with God, especially if we, if you, you yourself believe in God, I really don't see how the hell you can fucking discriminate against any fucking body, like, that's, that's the most mind-blowing thing to me, even when, like, regular Christians, like, go to this church and be like, oh, we got the saved, the saved and the not saved, and it's just like, if you saved and you've been living like shit, you go to the same go to the same hell as the not saved. I would assume so. Oh, but no, because you're saying like, yeah, that shit just don't make sense. I don't know. And then I, I mean, you also are hearing this. Um, one I will say it with this is I am not a religion, religious person. I'm just not. I'm I'm of the belief, a firm believer that religion put limits on God. You, as soon as you say, I'm this faith-based, I'm this religion, you instantly put a, you instantly put a, you instantly put a limit on your God. Your God can't do something. Somebody can't receive the love of your God because of this, and therefore puts a limit on your God. Much, you can, you can say whatever you want to say as far as, well, no, they should do this, nah, because... God loves us unconditionally no matter what we do. If everything you say about God is real as far as in the Bible, if everything is real to what you say about God, if 
if God loves unconditionally, he got all this power, I just don't see how, I don't know, certain little things will stop him from loving a person. Oh, God is all-powerful. God loves all. He just can't get over the fact that man likes another man. <laughs> he can't get over the fact. That that person just loves listening to rock him. <laughs> he loves listening to rap. He he can't get over that fact. You know what I mean? Like after a while, you start listening to some of the, uh, you start listening to some of the like just the the rules or whatnot. I guess that's what you would call it. If you start listening to some of the shit that people say, like, but like yeah, God wants us to be this way, and if not, we are burning hell. It'd be like, oh, God got all the power in the world to make a motherfucker burn in hell, but he can't get over the fact that this motherfucker like doing this shit. Yeah, so that's just my place with religion. I mean, like I said, I'm I'm not one to put religion on nobody. I grew up, man. My mom and my pop, my mom and my pops both are ministers in the church, right? So one of you. It's very rare you can talk that Bible shit with me. Like, granted, you might know all the books in the Bible and know the the exact strip, scripture, should I say. I give you that. Hey, I, you'll win that battle with me out there. For one, I just don't care that much. Two, I'm not going to memorize it, especially when it's a book right there. You know what I mean? Like, it just I'm just not that point. You can do that all day long. I know a ton of people that do that. It's probably going <laughs> to suck. It's probably going to be that line of hell before I <laughs> I know a ton of folks like that. You know what I mean? They, they really know that Bible, man, but it's just as fucked up. Next person, you know what I mean? But anyway, my, my mom and my pops, you know what I mean, both are ministers. So I grew up, you know what I mean, uh, um, I say... Early age, I grew up in the church. I guess you could say that. Early, earlier in life. I'm going to be real with you. I absolutely... I don't hate the church. I hate people in the church. Which 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 is probably like the same same line of most people in this world. Like, oh, I don't hate the church. I just hate the people in the church. Nah, it's not necessarily even hate it. Because hate is a strong word. I don't want to say I hate anybody. It's just... I got a strong dislike for for church folks. This on the strength is I've seen the background work in the church folks at a young age, man. I was seeing it, and I just never really been a, a fan of that. I watched it, you know what I mean? Just if you want to be real, I watch the church folks treat me and my sister different after a certain point. You know what I mean? I've seen that, and people all day long. Well, no, that's not the case. Now I know, I know what it feels like for people to treat you different. You know what I mean? And I felt that as a kid. Um, I seen people treat treat me and my sister different um, because of you know what I mean? Church politics. You dig what I'm saying? I've seen that. I witnessed that. I felt that. You dig what I'm saying? So I don't know. My 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 thought pro my thought process with church. It's just, you know what I mean? It's probably, it, uh, believe it or not, which is sad, which I want a lot of church people to understand, it's not uncommon. So if you're a church person that's listening to this, when you hear somebody, when you hear anybody that talks bad or may have a personal feeling about church, you should probably listen to them. 
because a lot of times, man, it's not necessarily they talking evil or they talking with malice. So think about this, right? Out of all the stuff people can say about the church, right, all the stuff that a person will say, the first thing they're going to say is, man, the people at the church treated me bad. That's the, that's the insult they got. But people people in the church will be upset, and they they be angry, and they won't even listen to them because somebody said that they was mistreated in the church, and instead of that person trying to fix it, they answer these, I don't know. This is a natural reaction to go into a defense mode. And I think a lot of us in the world, we got also we gotta stop treating the people in the church as if they, as if they got themselves. And that's how a lot of them get that complex that, that they can tell, they can tell world. I guess in a way, worldly folks, worldly folks, what is and what ain't, and that's completely wrong. You know what I mean? So anyway, I grew up in the church, man. So I know that Bible stuff, and. I don't know. I just just never been one to click with that. Um, my mom is a minister. My mom got one of those. She's more of those. What it is? My mom, my mom ain't gonna sugarcoat too much or nothing for you, man. She 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 really about that. She really about that that scripture, man. She she can t- bring it up to you in that scripture. She can she can she can she she really about it. <laughs> now my pops on the other hand. He wasn't oh he wasn't a Mississippi Baptist man. And if you don't know what that is, you gotta have to look one of them cats up. That's my pops. And like I said, yeah, I've been it's in my I ain't gonna say it's in my blood, it's in my DNA, but since young and groomed for it. As far as knowing. Now as far as just as far as practicing, no, it ain't me. I ain't gonna <laughs> it just ain't me. It's like I said, since a kid, man, I always been nah, I, that's just not me, it's something I wanna do. But anybody tell you I know I know the Bible. So anyway, people um man, you gotta can't let these people like put, use their Bible, especially I would say uh gay folks. Um I feel like gay folks shouldn't Shouldn't allow people like to 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 I ain't gonna say mistreat them because I take I, I don't believe gay people allow people to mistreat them. They they I mean the one thing that I commend uh, gays on is their their ability to one rally around each other and man they they really go after a cause man. I'm be real man they get shit done for their cause bro like. Like just, just like <laughs> they get shit done, bro. Like, like just look at the highway of the world. As much as people want to say, "Oh man, I hate gays," this, that, and the third, but or they want to say, "Oh man, they showing us too much," or they doing this. Say what you fuck what you want, right? Wherever your view may be, they showing too much. They doing too much. But all that came about because gays got together and did some fucking work. Gays got together and said, man, our cause is going to be what it is. To the point, now you can put your underlying views, say, oh, man, the government, everybody want us, want us to accept the gays, this, whatever. But their cause got to the point where it's so accepted that everybody feels it's an hidden agenda to... You do know what I'm saying? Like that cause is so accepted that everybody feels it's a hidden agenda, and I feel like for us as 
me as a black man, I feel like black people should adapt they should adapt their way of getting stuff proven across. Just think about it. Just think about if the narrative for black people, if the narrative changed from Man, we just gotta get our stuff, man. We just gotta, we just trying to get this, we just trying to get that to, from the narrative to changing them killing us to the blood out they killing us to, man, they, they, they trying to push the black people. Like, if the narrative changed to that, I think if the narrative just changed, like, you know what I mean? Like, for us, man, I, I think it'd be big time, but we have to, us as a people have to come together. Man, that's easy said than done with this world full of individuals. I think if I think if we had if think back, like if we had like go to like the sixties and people was able to be together like have the same form of having to be able to get information to one another. Like, cause social media, right, is the ability for us to get information instantly. Everybody can all get information at once. So you don't have to wait a while. Like, for tell you how bad it was, motherfuckers had won the Civil War, right? Slavery was over with. Motherfuckers in Texas was enslaved for, what, like seven years after still? Like, that's just, that's just some bogus-ass shit. Just because information didn't travel. And you know what's so petty as fuck about that situation? Think about all the motherfucking slave owners that knew. Y'all, you crazy as fuck you think they ain't know. The niggas that knew. And was like, man, I ain't saying a motherfucking thing. You know what I'm saying? Like that's <laughs> well, but uh, what, what you will guys find is you gonna get that type of thinking from me, cause that's the type of shit I be thinking about. Like, man, what the fuck? So you mean tell me niggas was in niggas was fucking free as a bitch, and niggas had to wait like seven years before the news crossed into they, you know what I mean? To they, to they region and shit, and then they was free. But us as black people, that's us. Man, so many motherfuckers be so in tune. Some people have the information, and other niggas be seven years behind. That's been the that's been the formula with black folks for a long time now, man. We one second we together, and man, we riding. You know, the time only time we together is when someone someone like one of us die at the hands of police. It can even be something as far as. I don't even think it had to be the police, because I think, I want to say something back in New York a while back, I think, wasn't it like a um, Latino kid or something? He got killed by like a gang and everybody. I think a lot of people had rallied behind that. But it's like someone has to die for people to to rally together. And I, and I think that's, that's I think that's pretty trash, man. We got to fix that as a people, as a unit, as a staff, as a, all of that. We have to fix that to where... Alright man, we together and we gonna be together for for the long haul. We gotta recognize that. But also and another thing too is we gotta know that we not changing a damn thing at the president level. And I think what happens is because we got Barack and Barack obviously black president, we thought that the levels up there man, we gotta kill them niggas at the man, we gotta kill them at Congress. We gotta kill them at at these local levels. We gotta kill them these judges, man. We gotta kill them there, bro. And I do want I do want 
other all these other people that's telling us Americans telling us to vote. Oh, you gotta get out and vote. You gotta do that. This, yeah, I do realize y'all gotta get some fucking good candidates. And but oh well, you gotta have, no. We need to get some good candidates that's lobbyists. Because what's the good point of having a lobbyist that's not going out there lobby for my interests? Like, what's the point of having a candidate just to have a lobbyist to, to want to persuade him to do something else? You know what I'm saying? Like, that just doesn't, that's that's asinine. That's that's dumb. You know what I mean? Like, just to have, oh, we got this, we got the candidate we want, but the lobbyist is still lobbying for shit that's completely out of our, you know what I mean, out of our scope tomorrow, out of our realm of what we want to happen. So we just, in some way, somehow, bro, we got to find a way to get some of these lobbyists in there that's, that's vibing for us. Like, we, it's a chain reaction that we all have to, we all have to play our part. It's a chain reaction that has to happen for it to completely get the outcome that we need. We need the lobbyists. Then we need, we need Congress. And I think with that Congress shit, man, we got to put an age limit on Congress, man. We have to put a fucking age. Man, too many of the people in Congress was alive, well, right minds doing fucking civil rights. Too many of them, man. Too many of them, at the very least, would be like, I was, I was just a kid doing civil rights. Think about all this shit you knew as a kid. That, that Think about all this shit that, that you've learned or you've done as a kid that intertwines with your interaction of your DNA today. The reason why you do shit today. You know what I'm saying? So, like, if you didn't like black people at 10 years old, you might learn to live with them, but you still don't like them niggas today. You feel what I'm saying? I learned football when I was four years old, four or five years old, watching watching football. It was in the Super Bowl, Steelers played the Cowboys. My love, because my daddy's team is the Steelers. So I instantly went for the Cowboys. It was just instantly like, man, I I, I rock with the Cowboys. Mind you, my age, I'm, I think I'm, I think they played in what ninety five, either ninety four or ninety five. So at this time, I'm five years old, five years old. And even they played five ninety four, they played ninety five, and I'm four. So let's say because I turned five that summer. So we just say I'm four or five years old, right? I instantly fall in love with the other team because, obviously, as a son, I kind of, in a way, I always had the, the, the I always had the narrative to kind of compete with my, with my pops. So I always went with the other team, right? I knew his team was the Steelers, so I was gonna go with any team that didn't, that wasn't the Steelers. Cowboys play. I instantly start loving the Cowboys. Cowboys and Steelers doesn't play in the same division. But I equally will always go against the Steelers when they play because naturally, growing up, that's my dad's team. Naturally, I don't like the Steelers. To this day, I don't like the Steelers. Never been a fan of the Steelers. Never will be a fan of the Steelers. That's something at four or five years old that I developed. Even to this day as an adult, I'm the same way. Be protected. Yeah, he ain't root for the Steelers. I refuse to root for the damn Steelers. You feel what I'm saying? So... Four or five, you get to now, you get these you get these casters in Congress, man. They be they was like ten, eleven, twelve years old, and think about all the mischief that a fucking ten, eleven, twelve year old was thinking, doing, or saying. 
And you want me to believe these motherfuckers got black people's interests at heart? Think about this. This is black people they knew at a time they hated. Now they in position of power. You think they're going to give a fuck about black people they don't know? Right. So it's just, I just feel like we should change the age limit. We should, instead of making it an age limit as far as required to be, kind of, I think we should change the age limit as far as, like, hey, nigga, you done got too old. Out with that old shit. Because your, your way of thinking hasn't changed. Your way of thinking hasn't changed. I'm under the belief most of Congress don't know how to work a cell phone. They're going to have to show that shit for me because I, like, I just, under that belief, like, how can you, how can you be Congress during a time of technology and you don't know how to work it? How can you be in Congress in this time and you can easily say, oh, well, I was doing this right. Yeah, you was causing it. So how can you be that when you never even was naturally born with the thought process of saying all people are the same when at a time when you were born, you was taught Fuck black people, fuck colored people in general. That's the way you was taught as a born. It's just it's just mind blowing to me, man. I I just under pressure, man. I don't think that uh think the world thinks like that i just don't think man we we will ever get anywhere with these old ass congress members so i think one voting coming up the election day actually is tomorrow my voting one method is young i, I gotta try to go young only thing difference is with the president that's the one thing i just don't know what the fuck <sighs> Presidents, man, you you just don't know, man. You always got some motherfucker up there with some weird ass agenda, and I don't think it ever. I don't think it ever would be a president, especially if you're not rich. Like if you're not rich, it's not gonna be a president that ever benefits for you. I don't think, especially me being a black man, it's never gonna be one that benefits me. Yeah, I voted for Rock straight because he was black. He was the only one that made sense for me at the point in time because. Ain't nobody else going to do a fucking thing. Like, just think about this. I vote for Barack. <coughs> I vote for Barack. And black people, anybody, other people say, well, what did Barack do for you? Nothing. Made me feel proud as a black man. What well, if I would vote for the other person? What well, he would have did? Nothing. I would have felt shitty and still would have been a black man. At some point, should I at least feel proud to be a black man, or I could just vote still be in the same spot and not feel anything for a black man? You see what I mean? Like, it's at some point I didn't want people to understand. President don't do a fucking thing. So, no matter what you vote, what you do, <laughs> the president, in my mind, isn't going to change anything. Not if you not got paper in your pocket, like, connected to those actual strong circles where you can, like, all right, this affect my business, this, that, and the third. Like, when I was in the military, having a Republican president benefited the military more because Republican presidents tend to throw money towards the military. Like, I mean, when I, when I was in the military, a lot of people, a lot of the black soldiers were saying they were voting for Bush because, shit, Bush was in office, shit. Bush was throwing raises towards their way like it was candy. 
They was just like, man, they was getting raises all the time with Bush. But, but in the same, you know what I mean, in the same token, it's Bush. Everybody knows all this shit with Bush. But a lot, a lot of times, though, in the military, man, you'd be surprised how many people just like the fact of war. Um, you talking to a cast of veteran, man, I ain't going to say I like war, but deployments ain't that damn bad. I mean, don't get me wrong, like, in my deployment, it wasn't like a lot of shit just, a lot of just, it wasn't a lot of shit popping off like that. But the one reason why I really digged with it was, I don't know, this is something I'm still working on. I think it was the more theory is, literally the only thing I had on my mind was staying alive. Like, it was literally no worry in my mind while I was over there. It literally was just staying alive. Like, I, I got to get home. Then once I get to a certain point, I started thinking about, you know what I mean? Like, oh, man, I got my mom back home. Like, I had certain stuff pop off at home that I had to think about and that was on my mental. But for the most point, for the most part, I was really just, the whole time, just really just thinking about staying alive. And that made it, I guess, in a way easier. I mean, I guess in a way you could be like, well, nigga, you have to stay alive. But just think about prioritizing. You just got one thing to worry about. Just stay alive. And that's literally all I thought about. <clears throat> so, oh. Man, let's get to we get to this uh, sports, this mental health stuff. We just crowned um, Lakers won the NBA championship a couple weeks ago, and uh, and they were in the bubble. And, you know, in the bubble they had a lot of uh, it was a lot of stuff going on in the bubble as far as. Uh, Oh, as a lot of players' mental health, like uh, Paul George played terrible as fuck in the bubble, and um, he was saying like he was dealing with a lot mental, mental as far as in that bubble, <clears throat> and I I think one that showed the first sign, man, that one going to jail ain't no fucking joke. Think about this, right? They in a bubble, they got all these, uh, they got. All these extras, all these perks that's come along with man living in the hotel. He just can't leave the parameters of the bubble. And then, obviously, they got their profession where all the eyes are on them. And I think it's more or less all eyes on them. A lot of people can't do shit with people watching them. But, you know what I mean? He, he folded up, and He was saying as far as just his mental, man, it's fucked with his psyche and all that shit. And that shit real, man. In the bubble, man. That's like like that 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 mental shit. It's just almost like uh being claustrophobic, like just being closed in mentally. You put yourself in a box. And then obviously with Danny Green, I think he missed a shot in one of the games towards the end. And I know they was giving him hell on Twitter about it. And I think they said Paul George had hit him up and told him, like, you know what I mean? Like that shit real, like and I can see how it can mess up somebody's mental. But, I don't know. 
I just I feel like in sports you get a tough break because obviously you got so many fans and so many people rooting for you. And what that like I ain't gonna say it's like not one of the things people shouldn't care about shouldn't care about. You definitely should care about a person's psyche. I wouldn't wish the depression or the mental shit that goes on with sports on anybody. Because you got to think about it. You game seven, come down to it, and, like, instead of getting a shot off, you're supposed to dribble up the court past somebody, dribble off your foot. And then, like, let's just say, all right, let's see this. Game seven, LeBron and the, the Warriors them playing. They went game seven, and then when they dribble up the court, it dribbles off LeBron ankle. Man, they would probably... <laughs> they would have drove the bride to man and 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 honestly, with that goat debation debate debate between uh comparison or whatever that shit with LeBron and Jordan, that's the one thing I think people gotta get Brian credit for. Is man he take a lot of bullshit from folks. I be hearing some of the shit people say about Brian, man, and that shit be crazy. I be, <laughs> I be like, God damn, bro, that man can't do shit. But then also, too, I be seeing a lot of shit that some of the people say, boy, you would think that man walk on water, too. So it's just like, it's, it's just like you have it both ways type deals. It's like, damn, I, I, I see it. And then you be like, at the same time, you be like, God damn, man. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's, it's just, I, I see it, I kind of the way see it both ways. I see it both ways, definitely. Um, if I had to pick a the greatest, I'm always say Bing Kobe Bing Bryant. Rest in peace, Kobe Bing Bryant. Um, and my my reasoning, shit, I seen Kobe score eighty one. I seen Bing score eighty one points in the game, and then right before that, I seen him score sixty two in three quarters. Like, man, I, I, man, I don't seen Bean do some do some cold shit, bro. So it's just one of them things where I just, in a way, I can't, I can't bet against Bean. Cool, I don't seen Brian play, and I don't seen Jordan play. You know what I mean? I don't seen seen them both. Now, granted, with Jordan, I didn't understand the game the way I did when I learned with Bean. Like I learned the game with Bean. You know what I'm saying? Like I learned the game. With Brian, I see a game of understanding. But with Brian, nothing like saying nothing. He's not good. Cause Brian's dope, bro. I don't think people. I think people like I hear people a lot of times say people gonna appreciate Brian when he's gone. Yeah, Brian gonna be one of them players, bro. Down the line, people gonna really appreciate the fuck out of Brian. People gonna be like, damn man, yeah man, dude look like this that does this. I mean, also you gotta really think about it too, though. Brian changed the game. Him and Kobe, they changed the game with more. Your skill had to get you in the game. It wasn't none of that, oh, I'm going to beat you up, this, that. Like, I think with Jordan, and it wasn't Jordan's fault. I think Jordan exploited it because the game was so much of just who's bigger and do this, we're going to play a sport. Who's bigger and then who's going to score more points? It was it's just like who's going to beat each other up and then we're going to throw some points up there. You know what I mean? And who was bigger and we're going to throw some points up there. Who's big? You know what I mean? Like, it just one of those things. It's just like, damn, it just it just wasn't great. And you had uh, you had Shaq in there. And <laughs> Shaq was way bigger, so he was brutal. People sleep on the fact that uh, people sleep on the skill that Shaq had. You know what I mean? But then you get Kobe. 
Kobe worked on his craft and skill till you know what I mean? Like it was in the more or less it was like like Kobe just was legit just better. And then you get Brian in the mix. And I think people this is just my opinion. People compare Brian to a lot of people. I think Brian is close is closer to Shaq than he is anybody play. You don't get people with that speed, that brute strength, and ability just to finish around the basket other than Brian and Shaq. I mean, he going to have the numbers. I'm not saying, oh, he's Shaq. Cause, but also, too, at the same time, I think people diminish what Shaq was, is. Like, just finals numbers, just that, I think Brian and Shaq. Brian and Shaq are just in a... Just God gifted ability. Brian, well, what Brian is is what the fuck Shaq could have been if Shaq would have took care of his body and done what he was supposed to. Do you know what I mean? Like if Shaq would have been like, right, I'm gonna be into this fitness thing. Shaq would probably have numbers so crazy, you just be like, yeah, ain't nobody touching that shit. Shaq, Shaq would probably would have easily been, oh, he's the greatest basketball player of all time. He would have been like the modern day, like, oh yeah, his numbers is out there. You know, people don't even put Wilt numbers up there no more because he just was like, oh man, his numbers is so crazy. They're not going to put him up there. I think it's the same thing that, like, that could have been with Shaq if Shaq would have just took care of himself. Man, Shaq was nice. Shaq was nice. Um, but I just think with Brian and Kobe, they put a – they made skill. They made – you had to really know how to play basketball to play. It wasn't like, oh, man, you just a big dude. This And they tried throwing him out there, some out there every now and then. And then it don't work. I mean, look at what they did with Kwame Brown. They just he was just bigger. I feel like he was just bigger than all the people that was just that played in his area in his area in his class and he just was able to get off. And then he played get around some other cats that's just the same size. Well, all right, then you gotta have some skill now. You feel what I'm saying? And it just it just it just was a wrap. It's down in the league now. You gotta have skill all the way down to yeah, man, I think I, I went to Hoop recently, right? I just went to Hoop. Man, this young cats, man, young boys, 16, 15, 16 years old, man. They dribbling, they doing the shit that they doing with the ball. It's just way more skilled game. Way more skilled game. Like, you really got to be nice. It's it's almost, it's the periods of the form of the game because it doesn't matter the age. You just got to really be good at it. If you good with it that has the skill, then you can do it. I think that's... That's the reason why people fucked with soccer so much because there wasn't an age limit on it. Like, you have a kid, nigga that be soccer, play soccer, and he'd be like 14, 13 years old. It's cause, because skill-wise, he's just, just better than anybody. He picked up the skill, he has a skill that's better. Same thing you do with playing cat that be real good playing the piano or the tuba or the violin. It's just, bro, skill-wise, he's just really better. Basketball is forming to that true form of this is basketball. Skill wise, some of these cats are just better. No matter age. Yeah, you gotta develop your skill, hone it a little bit better, go to these different leagues, but man, if you good you can play. Same as how baseball was. Age really didn't matter, it's just man, if you good. Same deal with boxing. I think football is the only thing is just like your strength. Brute strength. You gotta be a grown man to play football. You know what I mean? Like you ain't to be out there talking about so oh well, I could throw the ball further. I'm eighteen years old. 
Yeah, but you about to get tackled by this nigga that's 30. Nigga 32, he got three, four kids. That nigga got problems. You got to get tackled by a nigga. You got to get tackled by a nigga that got stress at home. You know what I mean? Like, you got to survive that. So, you know what I mean? Like, it's just one of the things, bro. I just... I just think basketball is taking a step towards the skill, st- taking a step towards the, you got to be really skilled. You got to be have a pure skill to play basketball. And as much as people want to say, oh, it's about to, it's coming soft. No, it's becoming more intelligent. It's becoming more of a a talent. Like, you know what I mean? It's becoming more of, because a simple person can't just go pick up a goddamn violin and be like, oh, I'm about to play the violin. That's the way basketball is coming. It's like, all right, yeah, you want to play basketball? And then you ain't about to be just picking up a basketball saying, oh, I'm out here playing basketball. Nah, basketball is taking steps to, you really going to have to learn basketball. You feel me? And I love that. I love that man. I, I do. Um, much as anybody want to talk, want to say about it, I don't. I I love basketball going that way because it becomes a it becomes a thinking man. Man, I, I believe it becomes the game. It becomes the game that Kobe was think always thinking about. You know, why everybody was just looking at what the hell Kobe thinking about the game. I think it becomes the game that Kobe envisioned in his mind as he was playing it. I don't know. That's just me. I, I just think it, it becomes Kobe's game. <laughs> And becomes Kobe's game, man. I always wanted to. Uh, I do know I always wanted to, like like show my daughter how to play basketball. But she she like not into wanting to play basketball whatsoever. Like she ain't got a thought to play sports. She don't want to play sports. <laughs> She's not into playing sports <laughs> at all, man. Like she doesn't. She doesn't want to do that at all, man. I mean, that's cool. I'm not upset with her for that, but yeah. She's in the TikToks and doing pranks. Yeah, girly like doing that type of stuff, man. She um, we we making the making the stuff in transition of of fatherhood with her. She's getting to the age, man. I'm I'm becoming corny. I'm becoming cornier and cornier to her as years. Like just shoot, it doesn't seem years as the months go by. You know what I mean? Like I'm becoming uh dad. <laughs> and um You wanna know something? I wouldn't change that shit for the end. <laughs> I wouldn't change that shit for nothing in the world. I I I I'm cool with that. I embrace that now. Where at first I didn't. I used to be like, man, ain't no way in hell she think her mama cooler than me. You know what I mean? I'm too goddamn cool of a person. So there's no way my baby girl think her mama's cooler than me. But now I got to the point, I embrace that. I'm cool with that. You know what I mean? I am cool with that. But it's, it's just one of those... One of those things. I, what I have been trying to teach her, though, is more or less just really <clears throat> just about the great energy. Just always being kind to people. I've been trying to do that with her. And sometimes she get it because, man, that girl could be real sweet, man. She could be real, real sweet. Um, sometimes she get it. Naturally, she's a sweet person, a kind person. And that is something I'm very proud of. 
It's something that I I hang my hat on all the time because my daughter's naturally kind. I just want the world to be like that. If the world was naturally kind, I wouldn't have to worry about my daughter in this world because the world would be naturally kind. That's the whole reason and the whole goal behind wanting to change the world because I want a world my daughter can live in. I know I ain't going to be here forever. And then I'm going to just be real with you. The way police is killing niggas, I can be the next one. So I just really want in, in the world where my daughter lives, man, I just want to try to change as many hearts as possible because at that point, I know the world somewhat safe. I know the world somewhat kind. She lives in a somewhat kind world. I don't have to worry about people with ill hearts being out here. You can have the best heart in the world and try to do so much for so many people and there can be one person out here with a bad heart and, man, it can ruin the whole day. It can ruin the whole life just because of one bad person. So I try to change as many people, try to try to, try to, to get close to so many people and just change their view on life. On life. Man, life ain't, life ain't as bad as you want to make it seem. Now, that's easy for me because I probably ain't got the issues that some of the people in the world have. A person that's, person that's probably kidnapped or a person that's, you know what I mean, that's probably dealing with, dealing way more than I'm dealing with. But <clears throat> I just want people to, to linger to something that, that's something that I feel like it could help. I want you to latch on to the fact is every single day, has a possibility of being bad, right? Every day, and you, if you in a, if you in a bad relationship, nine times out of ten you thinking, tomorrow gonna be a bad day, tomorrow gonna be a bad day, tomorrow gonna be a bad day. That's just for a brief. Just give me three days in a row, hope for the best. Legit, tomorrow gonna be a great day. Not even hope. No, tomorrow gonna be a better day. Tomorrow's gonna be a better day. Three days, man, just straight up, just tomorrow's a better day. Tomorrow's going to be a better day. Just give me three days of just tomorrow's a better day and then tell me how you feel after them three days. But you have to make a conscious effort. Like, not just soon, then soon something's going to go your way. You leave your car keys in the house. You say, see, I told you they going to be a bad day. See, the people got to understand is leaving your car keys in the house ain't a bad day. Like, some stuff just ain't a bad day. It's just, man, it was saving you from some shit. Man, I'm the... If you meet anybody that knows me, or if you ever meet me, or if you do know me, you know I forget shit. I will leave some shit. I will, man, I will do some a ton of shit, right? <laughs> like, straight up, straight up, bro. I will leave, lose, all that shit. I never trip because I always feel like that's God's way of keeping me safe, keeping me cool. I leave my car keys at home. Nine times out of ten, it's probably the accident on the highway stopping me from going that way so that particular time. If I lose my wallet, nine times out of ten, I probably ain't going to be able to go to some club or go somewhere that I probably would need my ID. God keeping me. You feel me? Like, sometimes you just got to take a step back, breathe, and just really look at the scenario on reason why things are going the way they're going. And sometimes you'd be better off like that. You'd be like, damn, I didn't know what. It's a better feeling for me. Sometimes it sucks. Like, you know what I mean? In, in, in some instances, you may suck. Like, see, I still wanted this, but just think about the big picture of things sometimes. Just stuff really ain't as bad as it seems. 
Because I promise you, it's not. Sometimes you are really being saved. And sometimes you are going through whatever you're going through because you got to get to where you're going. And this is the only way <laughs> you can get there. The only way sometimes. It's just like traveling down a certain street. But you got you got to get to your home house. And the only way to get there is going down the street that got the potholes. So what happens when you go down the street with the potholes? Sometimes you just got to coast and get there. You hate going that way. You fucking hate going that way. But you got to go that way. And you just coast over the potholes, get past it, and you get past it, and you go through it. And you got to get to the other side, and you'll be fine. It's just the hassle of the trip sometimes. You just hate it that you had to go that way. Everybody have a great week, man. Like I said, it's a podcast. It's just a start. And as long as y'all keep vibing with me, rocking with me, we're going to keep going. And even if you don't, we're going to still keep going. Y'all have a great day.